Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Bears and the Wolfpack tonight in Game 1 in Hershey. The winner of the Best of Five series advances to the conference finals and Bears radio boy Zach Fish joins us to preview the series. Good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, May 11th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. Good morning from Chocolate Town, where it's time for the Atlantic Division Finals between the Hershey Bears and the Hartford Wolfpack. The best of five series starts tonight at 7 at Giant Center with Game 2, same time on Saturday night. And happy this morning to once again have the voice of the Bears, Zach Fish here, on the show to get us ready. A good morning to you, Zach. Exciting times along Hershey Park Drive as Washington's AHL affiliate, one of eight teams left now in the Calder Cup playoffs. Feels good to say that, John. Good to, good to chat with you again and glad to have you back here in Chocolate Town, your old stomping grounds after a first-round win against the Charlotte Checkers, getting it done in four games to be in the Elite Eight of the American Hockey League, I guess you could say. It's a pretty good feeling, but you know, work to be done. Uh, as we'll talk about, the Hartford Wolfpack are red hot coming in. It's a different look as far as the opponent goes, and the Bears from talking to some of the guys these last couple days feel they haven't hit their stride yet, so they're looking forward to up in their game here with a real tough opponent coming in in the next best of five. With that in mind and looking back before we look forward, let's take a look at the last round with Charlotte. It started well. There were some rumble strips at home to be sure, but in the end, it was enough to move on. Was the adversity the team faced at Giant Center a wake-up call? Helpful for the long-term goal. Game three wasn't very good, and even the start of game four was pretty quiet. But can Hershey use that to its advantage here in the Hartford series? I think so. I mean, I think ultimately uh, you're not going to go undefeated in the playoffs unless you're the 1988 Hershey Bears, which obviously are forever immortalized in hockey and American Hockey League history. We went 12 and 0. It's just pretty impossible to do. And the Bears haven't had a sweep since you were on the microphone uh, a few years back, John. So it's hard to beat a team three games in a row, four games in a row when you get into these longer series. So Hershey needed to kind of get that smack in the mouth that ultimately was the shot in the arm for them in the second and third periods of game number four. They realized that they were not playing their best hockey and they had to up their game after falling down two to nothing and getting essentially booed off the ice in game number four after the first period of play by the passionate Bears fans. They knew they had to up their game and they did that. So I think hitting some adversity, hitting some tough times here in that first round for Hershey round number two of the playoffs, but first round the Bears were in after a first round bye was good for them because it's not going to be a cakewalk and you can't get complacent and you can't feel too good about yourself. You talk about you can't have too much high, you can't have too much low, you have to be even keel in the playoffs and the bears have to continue to find a way to do that. So for me, it was uh, not a bad thing at all. And even in the game where they played, I agree with you. Game three, they said, was one of their worst games of the season. Not just playoffs, worst games ever of this calendar year. It's what's been a pretty good year. You know, the Bears still lost that one two to one. And we're in the game until the final buzzer with the power play that they were on. So if you're playing your worst game and you're right there with them, you're a pretty darn good team. But you can't let those slip away from you in a short five-game series. 
My favorite line for the Bears in the first round, Alexei Protus, Sam Annis, Henrik Lapierre. They provided a lot of offense against the Checkers. I'd like seeing Protus get results at the front of the net in Game 4. Annis had points in every game of the series. Your thoughts on that line, and do they perhaps even have more to give in this round now that they've had some playing time together? Yeah, the chemistry is going to be there. And I'll start with with Protus. Obviously, Alexei really rose to the occasion when they needed him most with a power play goal and then to score less than two minutes later to get his second in game four to effectively at that point eliminate the Charlotte Checkers. That took the wind out of their sails and then they put the puck in their own net and it was game over from that point on. But all three of those guys offer a really different component. You know, Sam Annis is undersized, but he's a guy that really ups his game for the playoffs. We wondered if he had that next year. He does. Since he came back, from abdominal surgery, returning to the lineup in March. No one's got more goals on the Bears than Sam Annis, and he's rising to the occasion in the playoffs. And Hendricks LaPierre, I think, is still going to continue to get better. You know, I, He scored a goal in the opening round uh, in that first game for Hershey. was a little bit quiet since that point, but I think now that he's got a, a round of playoff hockey under his belt, he knows what it's all about. So the three of them complement each other well because they're three completely different players, and Annis is kind of the engine that drives it with his calm demeanor and ability just to have that clutch in him he's been there done that and you can tell he provides that calming influence but i really think that all four lines stepped up but other lines have more to give the top line was a little bit quiet charlotte shut them down you know ethan frank missed game four with an injury he was a 30 goal scorer so the lines picked each other up that third line was definitely worthy of being a first line if you want to call them that with the way that they played and i still think the best is yet to hit them in goal, Hunter Shepard played in every game in the last round. That included two back-to-backs. And for me, it was really the first time I saw him play in person. I was really impressed. No doubt he starts this series as well. He's a playoff performer, but he's also extremely durable. And I didn't see many flaws in his game against Charlotte. Yeah, Hunter Shepard's been that way for the Bears really since he first made his debut in the pandemic season, called up from South Carolina and got a shutout. Uh, that was his first impression back in 2021 to the very limited Bears fans that were allowed to be in the building at the time. And since then, every time he's been called upon, he's been really good. Uh, he's not a big goaltender by any means, but he makes saves that he has no business making. But he also makes the routine saves, which often you see, right, with goaltenders at this level that maybe just can't get to the National Hockey League level as regulars. They make the amazing saves, but they give up a soft one here and there. Shepard doesn't have a lot of leaks in his game when he is on. He is as good as anybody that I've seen at this level, and I think the bigger the game gets, the bigger he gets, and the more he shines, and we've seen glimpses of it so far. So the only flaw really in his game for me is he's not a great puck-handling goaltender. He's had some issues with that. If you look at the first goal in game number four, he kind of left the puck in a very tough spot for the defense to handle and a couple bad breaks for the Bears, and it's in their back of the net. But uh, you know what? I'll take that for the way that he's able to stop the puck uh, because he's done a ton of that for the Bears. So there's no back-to-backs in this series versus Hartford. There were in that first round, as you alluded to, versus Charlotte. So no backs-to-back. It's already his net, but really think even unless there's long, long overtimes or he struggles or the Bears just need to shake things up, it's it's his net right now and for the foreseeable future as it should be. Zach Fish, voice of the Bears, joining us here this morning, here on Caps this morning. Caps and Hartford tonight. Atlantic Division Finals going on at Giant Center. Zach, one of the toughest moments of the Charlotte series, maybe the toughest, in Game 3, Aaron Ness left the game with an upper body injury. He didn't play in Game 4. He's got the most Calder Cup playoff games on the Hershey roster. What's the latest on him? It'd be a big loss if he can't go in this series. 
Yeah, I wouldn't expect to see Aaron Ness for games one and two. It looks like he has not been a practice participant with the team yet. Todd Nelson meeting with the media yesterday and saying, you know, we're a little banged up. Ness being number one on that list. Luckily, Ethan Frank on the flip side of missed game four has been a practice participant. So hopefully he's able to return. But you're right. Ness has a huge hole and they think they can fill it internally with the likes of Logan Day and the likes of Bobby Nardella and Jake Massey and, and Massey and Day stepped in and played very well in game four, but you don't replace that veteran experience, the smoothness that's Aaron Ness's game, both in the offensive and defensive zone, and just really that demeanor that he brings to the team as a leader, a guy that wears an A on his sweater. So if he's not able to go in games one and two tonight uh, and on Saturday, certainly would be a big loss for the Bears because he's been there, done that. He's got a swagger to his game. He's not cocky, but he's got this swagger and just such a smoothness and crispness with his first pass and his skating ability. So he's past the point of being a, a Capitals or an NHL prospect, but he still skates like the wind and can really settle down a game. So if he's not able to go, big loss, but knowing Nesser, he's going to do everything he can to get back in and factor in this series if his health dictates him to be able to, whether that be in Hartford or for a game five if need be. So scouting report on the opposition. Hartford Wolfpack, the AHL affiliate of the New York Rangers. Parent club done after losing to the Devils in round one. The Bears did catch a break in this series before it even starts. Rangers first round pick in 2021, Brendan Offman still playing for the Peterborough Peets in the OHL playoffs. And they rallied from a 3-2 deficit to beat North Bay in the last round. So don't have to worry about him in this series for Hartford. What else can you tell us about the pack? What was it like during the course of the regular season? And what do they get from the Rangers? And what do you think you're going to see out of them here? Yeah, they're a real good club. And everybody spoke yesterday to the media about the challenge of one of the hottest teams in the league coming in that had to play in the first round and has really had to play playoff hockey for the last month and a half. Uh, the Hartford Wolfpack were in the basement of the Atlantic Division. They went out and made some moves at the deadline, picking up some key veteran players. Adam Clendenning, a defenseman who's at NHL time being one of them. He's suspended for games one and two for a hit in round number two uh, against the Providence Bruins. But he's a guy that was added. Anton Bleed, who's played against Hershey in the playoffs with Providence, has some NHL games, which is just a physical specimen that'll get under your skin. And then among the likes of the guys they got back with the Rangers being eliminated, their captain, Johnny Brodzinski, is 100% their engine and has an elite National Hockey League caliber shot. He's a weapon on the power play. He kills penalties. He's a great skater. You know, he's the guy that drives them. They added Jake LeCision uh, back from Hartford as well, and then they haven't needed him, but Louis Domingue, of course, is his veteran of a goaltender, as you can find, and he obviously had success in the National Hockey League playoffs as recently as last year with Pittsburgh. So Dylan Garand has been their guy in goal. He's a youngster, recently played for Canada in the World Juniors, pretty highly regarded prospect. Uh, he shut out the Bears in a shootout loss to Hershey earlier this year. The Bears beat him one nothing in a shootout as he and Zach Bucali dueled in Hartford, but we've seen some strong play from him. Him. And we know the Wolfpack are a confident team that's scoring a lot of goals. But Todd Nelson spoke quite a bit about how physical they are. While Charlotte was a faster team, this is a heavier team that is going to get under your skin. So discipline and special teams will be key. And the Bears have to be ready to match that physical nature. They thought personally in talking to several of the guys who spoke to the media yesterday that the Bears were getting bullied a, a little bit in the first period of game number four. And they had to bounce back that big Beck Malenstein check that broke the glass. They started to return in the favor and when they did they got to their game so the big testament to the Wolfpack is they've been playing playoff hockey for a while and they're playing their best hockey right now while everyone that was interviewed from the Bears said they don't feel they've hit their stride quite yet they still feel they can bring a lot more so they have to rise to the occasion of a team that's just been red hot right now 
Great for the Bears and great for the Capitals at Hershey's still going here in this month of May. Division finals getting started tonight along Hershey Park Drive. Zach Fish joining us this morning. Zach, thanks for this. Look forward to seeing the game tonight, and I'm sure we'll be talking again before this series is done. Thank you, my friend. Hey, appreciate it as always, John. All right, Zach Fish joining us. It's the Bears and a Hartford Wolfpack game one of the Atlantic Division finals tonight at seven. All games in the Calder Cup playoffs can be heard right here on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great Thursday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.